Hello and welcome to another episode of TWSS with Zach and Nicole. Awesome. So for the first time in a long time, I actually know what's happening today because usually (laughs) Nicole writes a script and I have no idea what we're about to get into. But Nicole texted me earlier today and was like, I really want to talk about this. And I was like, you know what? I agree because we're just in that season as we get into award season and we kind of wind down. Hasn't been a lot of news lately that's been fairly interesting. But this list is probably the most interesting thing we have right now. Right, Nicole? Yeah. No, absolutely. And um, just to make note, this will be our... um, season finale for season finale for season two for, for the year oh, season two or season three season two right <laughs> we're gonna move to season, season three two? next year season two is over okay. this is it yeah. um, but yeah just as zach said this is um something that um we were both just truly truly passionate about just wanting to do our our uh season finale episode on um the um golden globes nominations for 2023 we decided to dedicate an entire episode to that because there's just so much to divulge especially with what was nominated what got snubbed in my opinion in his opinion um but yeah uh and i'm should we just get right into it should yeah we just let's start? just let's just get cracking because we've got a lot yeah, to oh. And also, if you are returning, thank you so much for (laughs) listening in. Um, And we actually also just, um, we just created a TikTok. So we're going to try to learn that shit. Um, (laughs) I I really give props to the creators who on TikTok um, for those who do it. So let's just get right into it. Okay, so we're actually going to start off strong with a uh, Best Motion Picture Drama, Zach. So um, there are five nominations, and those would be Avatar The Way of Water by from 20th Century Studios, Elvis from Warner Bros., The Fablemans from Universal Pictures, Tar from Focus Pictures, and Top Gun Maverick Paramount Pictures. Um, these are all really, really great contenders. I've heard a lot of great great things about tar and the fablemans through twitter i think the fablemans just came out recently if i'm not mistaken Mm -hmm. um it got amazing reviews avatar the way of water isn't even out yet (laughs) um we can talk about that one in a second because i know that's gonna be a hot topic with both of us elvis i've heard nothing but great reviews um this has been also in the top in hot topics as of recently especially with austin butler i know that he's all we'll talk about him later but he's also nominated for best actor for a drama film not shocked um top gun maverick it what got over a billion dollars high high grossing film um they were also re-releasing it for 15 days so i'm i'm kind of shocked it got nominated but not really because it was such a hot commodity like even my dad who doesn't go to my dad doesn't go to the movies for anything other than like batman superman and then he saw this so i was like that it must have something with it um but what are your thoughts on these best motion picture nominees um so elvis totally makes sense Reason why right. it's there makes sense. Tar, I haven't seen, but I've heard of. 
Yes. Top Gun Maverick confused whites in this category because I wouldn't necessarily consider it a drama, but there's no action category for the Golden Globes, so it kind of just makes sense to throw it in here. But, you know, a, a common theme for this list is just like, is that supposed to be there or is that just like, that's the easiest way to decipher what that film was. Um, but truly, I, I'm i confused with Avatar at this point. Like that to me is is where I'm just very confused. It because should... it's Avatar or because it's no, the it genre? No, it hasn't come out yet. It doesn't deserve yeah. to be there. Who's? This is all based on, I guess, reviewers who've seen the movie or the Golden Globes uh, judges. But I'm like, we haven't seen it yet. Calm down. Like, <laughs> it can't win an award and nobody's seen it yet. It can't now change its poster to say Golden Globe winner when it's about to come out. That doesn't make any sense. Why is it here? And I get why it's here because you would expect when Avatar comes out, it's going to be nominated for a whole bunch of awards. But at least at this point right now, it hasn't come out yet. Why are you pushing it for best motion picture? And if it wins, which, you know, highly likely that it might win, that's insane. No one's seen it. I'm gunning for Elvis to win. I really, I, I think that that's going to be like, I don't want to say top tier, but I really, I, I feel like it's a strong contender. But... We both obvi- we both haven't seen the Fablemans or Tar, so who's to say? Because I know that films do take the audience by surprise. Truly. I agree with the Avatar The Way of Water. Um, confused with it. I don't remember, honestly, if Avatar was... The first one was even nominated. Um, it, I'm, probably, I'm pretty sure it was. It was nominated for a lot. I know there's a lot of Oscar buzz around it, but where the Golden Globes, I can't recall. Yeah, Avatar was nominated in 2010 for Best Visual Effects, Best Cinematography, Best Production Design, Best Picture, Director, Original Score, Sound Mixing, Film Editing, and Best Sound Editing. Yeah, I remember that it swept. Like, it it did pretty good. Um, Yeah, I mean, what what more is there to say about any of these? (laughs) You know, I... And you know what's interesting, though, that you brought up uh, Top Gun Maverick or being nominated for a a drama. Um, Martian was nominated for comedy. It was placed under the the comedy category, which I didn't. No one understood. This is why the Golden Globes suck. (laughs) We've said it for years that they should just they shouldn't do it anymore. But you know what? Teach their own. Whatever. Whatever. Um, Best Picture, Musical or Comedy, Babylon from Paramount Pictures, The Banshees of Inna Sharon, Searchlight Pictures, Everything Everywhere All at Once, A24, Glass Onion, A Knives Out Mystery, Netflix, Triangle of Sadness, Neon. I am most shocked that Glass Onion, A Knives Out Mystery was nominated for Best Picture for Musical or Comedy. I haven't seen it yet, but that one took me. Babylon, I, not surprised. 
The Banshees of Inisherin I haven't seen. Everything Everywhere All at Once is my film of the year. I hope it sweeps every category. Hands down, my favorite film this year. Gloss Onion, obviously, I think that that whole Knives Out series, this franchise is hilarious, so it makes sense for it to be it's there. It's so good. And then Triangles of Sadness. Haven't seen, haven't heard much of, so maybe I gotta do my homework there, but honestly, you know, it makes sense. A lot of a lot of these uh picks. I I think it's weird to have a category with musical or comedy. I think it's a that's a very weird label. Because that's like it's it's picking between the two, but like they're both their own separate entity. Because I don't know about the others, but Babylon is definitely the only musical I know in this category. But then again I, I don't know about Banshees and I, I'm not sure about Triangle of Sadness, so I couldn't tell you. But I just think that's a weird way to to break this up having musical or comedy i agree but again that's why the golden globes don't really make sense yeah. in that aspect um everything everywhere all at once i do genuinely hope that wins um i've heard it's just everyone's all-around favorite of 2022 um best director of motion picture james cameron avatar the way of water daniel kwan and daniel Shiner, Everything, Everywhere, All at Once, Boz Lerman, Elvis, Martin McDonough, The Banshees of Inna Sharon, and Steven Spielberg, The Fablemans. Um, you, you hope Spielberg has another classic. I think every time that man touches the camera, you get something amazing. So tough. Um, Martin McDonough, with uh the banshees don't know i'm interested to learn now knowing with all this buzz about this film baz Luhrmann for me right. has been a director i've 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 known and liked his work and so i'm interested here to see if an award comes his way the daniels again best film of the year i truly believe and they think they deserve something for the efforts they put in even though I understand the um, the similarities between what happens in everything, everywhere, all at once, and like a Rick and Morty episode, and and I get the critique there, but I do think this is one of the best, most original films I've seen this year. So I'm glad it's there. And then I feel like I feel like Cameron and Spielberg are kind of like you have to put them in if they're if they're oh yeah. They produce something just because of the legendary yeah, yeah. status of those directors. So I think that's why they're there. But otherwise, you know, anyone in this list, I'd, I'd be happy for, I, I mm-hmm. you know, so we'll see. We'll see. Yet. No, I absolutely, absolutely agree. Um, I'm a huge Spielberg fan. Um, I think we both are. I, he's such an original director, has so many amazing films out. Um James Cameron, I mean, you have to give it to the man. He knows how to make a phenomenal movie. I've heard nothing but amazing things. Actually, I've heard mixed reviews. Um, one of bloggers on Twitter today, um, I mean, you're you're going to have those mixed reviews regardless. Um, so I'm interested. I, I am interested to see the movie and to see if it, it lives up to the hype that I've been hearing everything everywhere all at once again phenomenal movie I've heard nothing but great things um I think their direction was fantastic and I've seen um one of the audition videos actually and it was fantastic from the 
villain from the girl who plays her daughter and also the villain of the film. Um, if you haven't seen it yet, highly recommend. She's Her audition tape is great. Um, Elvis, haven't seen it yet. The Banshees of Inna Sharon. Um, heard great things about both. So hopefully I'm going to be able to watch it before Golden Globes so I can really make an actual prediction. Um, best screenplay for a motion picture, Tar, Focus Fitcher. Focus features, everything, everywhere, all at once, A24, The Banshees of Insharon, Searchlight Pictures, Women Talking, MGM slash United Artists Releasing, The Fablemans Universal Pictures. Interesting. I think it's cool when you have a a writer-director. So Mm -hmm. I'm interested by, you know, Martin Daniels and uh, Stephen... And obviously, like Tony Kushner is a, a, a legendary screenplay writer and, and playwright. So, uh, what what can you say? I think the script's going to be there. And obviously, I think their their partnership is also coming from um, West Side Story as well, which also oh, got a lot of fantastic. attention. I believe Tony Kushner wrote the screenplay for West Side Story. So, I, it, keeping this connection together i think is really cool um i don't know much about todd field so i'm interested to learn more there but mm-hmm. you know whoever comes out of this and then women talking having a having a a, a female in the mix is always female. amazing yeah i think that's 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 really it's really cool especially since no woman director was nominated so right exactly Best performance by an actor in a motion picture drama. Austin Butler for Elvis. Brendan Fraser for The Whale. Hugh Jackman for The Sun. Bill Nighy for The Living. Jeremy Pope for The Inspection. I have to say that this is this and best performance by an actress in a motion picture are probably the always they're not probably. They are always the two hardest ones to ever pick from. Because the performances and the actors and actresses in each category are so fantastic that it's always like, I would love to pick Austin Beller because I've watched him since he was in in Disney. But also Brendan Fraser, like, you know what I mean? Like Brendan Fraser, like this is his comeback. This is, I've heard nothing but great things about the whale. Uh, But I also respect the hell out of his, out of his choice not to attend the Golden Globes um, for for other reasons that he has stated in the past um everyone else is i mean hugh jackman speaks for himself i don't really know bill Nye as an actor but um i or jeremy pope but for them you to be nominated along he as an actor no what it what else oh has my. he been in um uh, remember parts of the caribbean yes davy jones oh that's him yeah also like love actually is probably another one of his biggest films he was that um old pop star and love actually um oh yes i do know him yeah you've you've seen bits of him um in different different capacities um i agree with you though i i personally believe this is the battle between austin butler and brendan fraser if I'm being honest, uh, not to say like I I think the other people in this category couldn't win. I think it's very highly likely they could. I I just think that 
there is so much hype surrounding those two that well, I feel like it's going to be. especially the whale, to be honest. Especially the whale Especially the in- whale. Yes. And you know, the Twitter sphere has been all over Austin Butler lately. So I think that yeah. those are the two for me, I think is going to be the big, the big battle for. I mean, I agree. And I, I, I've heard that the whale is hard to get through. It's like hard to watch, but in a good way, because you just love Brendan Fraser so much. And I, I went back and reread the synopsis for this. And it, it, I mean, it's an English teacher trying to make amends with his daughter that he hasn't seen. And even in, in the synopsis itself, I was watching a clip and I'm like, I don't know if I can watch this film. Like, I don't know if I can get through this. Um, but yeah, Elvis, I've also heard nothing but great things from Austin Butler. I've heard that, that like he literally embodied Elvis. So mm-hmm. definitely excited to see how that one plays out. Um, we'll be happy for whichever. I mean, they all deserve it. Um, best performance by an actress in a motion picture drama. Kate Blanchett for Tar. Olivia Coleman for Empire of Light. Viola Davis for The Woman King. Anna Diarmas for Blonde. And Michelle Williams for The Fablemans. Like, how do you, how do you pick? You know? I love how, like, the first three are just legendary actors. Yes. <laughs> and the last two are your up-and-comers. And, like, it's like changing of the guard kind of thing. Was like, if one of those <laughs> young guns win, then, you know, we'll see. Um, when I saw Ana de Armas, Ana de Armas got nominated for Blonde, I was like, first of all, not even, like, how she did, but, like, I've heard so much bad shit about that film. Yep. So I'm like, I honestly, I'm happy for her because of the turnout. But like, Kate Blanchett, Olivia Coleman, and Viola Davis, that like, that's rough. <laughs> truly, truly. Um, but if you had to go for one of them in this category, who would you pick? <sighs> Putting on the spot, Kate. Wow. That's not what that is not who I was expecting, but yeah, I oh yeah, Kate, Kate, Kate. I just saw the the poster for the film. Yeah, it's over. <laughs> the yeah, sorry, Kate, Kate Blanchett's taking that one. I truly believe. Um, hold on, let me see Olivia Coleman's film. Empire of Light. Uh, again, I, I've i been so out of it, I haven't watched any of these. Oh. <clears throat> okay, films, I see what you see. And then again, you got, looks like a feel-good movie for Olivia Coleman, and she does, she does kind of, she has that youthful energy and yet maturity that I think gravitates through the screen. And so But do we see why it's hard now to pick any of them? I think Kate Blanchett walks away with the with the Golden Globe there. And as an I'm gonna say her or Olivia Coleman. Others, 
Those would be the top two. But then again, like I feel like Viola Davis had a really interesting performance and the hype around the Woman King was was pretty um, successful. I mean, it got me. I was talking about watching that film and it didn't, but... Um, right. But yeah, I think <laughs> if I'm Anna Armas or Michelle Williams walking into that category and being like, I gotta go get these three again for the Oscars? Yeah. I would drop. And in, in a heartbeat, like, I, would, no. I would be like, Viola like, Davis? Like, no. <laughs> I'd be like, I'm done. I won't, I won't show up. Peace. Peace out. <laughs> I'll just sit there and look pretty. Just, just mail it to me if I went. Mail it to me. Uh, best performance by an actress in a motion picture, musical, or comedy. Leslie Manville for Mrs. Harris goes to Paris. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, Margot Robbie for Babylon. Anya Taylor-Joy for The Menu, Emma Thompson for Good Luck to You, Leo Grande, Michelle Yoy, Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. I still think this one's hard, but I, I definitely feel like it's going to be Michelle Yoy or... Is it Yoy or is it Yo? I, I, I... Yo? I still, I don't... It sounds weird saying yo, though. Like, yo. Maybe we should figure out how to say her name properly. Yes, with we all should. due respect. Um, I gotta say, what's interesting for me is Anya Taylor-Joy for the menu here. Um, no disrespect to Leslie Manville or Emma Thompson. Obviously, Emma, John- Emma Thompson. Wait, is this Emma Thompson movie the one where she's with a um, male escort sex worker? Isn't, isn't that that movie? Hold on. I think that is... For think, Margot Robbie? No, for Emma Thompson. Yes, it is. It is. I do want to watch this one. I really do want to watch this one. This one looks very good and, like, heartwarming. Crap, it's on Hulu. Ugh. Um, I think Emma Thompson has a really good performance in this movie, I've, I've heard. I do want to watch it. But I think Anatella Joy is the most interesting one for me because... I've heard such great things about the menu and I'm kind of excited to see what that movie's all about. Uh, obviously, want Michelle Yeoh to win. I think... <laughs> Sorry. I'm all about everything, everywhere, all at once. Um, so it is Michelle Yeoh. Okay, cool. Um, I wanted to make sure I got that one correct. Yeah. I definitely think Michelle Yeoh's walking away with the... With the Golden Globe for this one, um, you do or don't? I do. I think. I think. I'm sure Margot puts a fantastic performance in Babylon, but I think um, Michelle Yeoh walks <clears throat> away with with it there. I do think. I do think Emma Thompson probably has a very strong performance. I'm. I'm pretty confident she does in this movie. I don't know. Is is a. It's one of those ones where where she shows her age and yet she has to be sexy. And I think that, mm. I think she plays that well. I think she, she knows, she's very self-aware as an actress and I think it, it, it plays well. Oh, yeah. So um, I totally believe she has a great performance of this one. Best performance by an actor in a motion picture, musical, or comedy. Diego Calva. Babylon, 
Daniel Craig for Glass Onion and Knives Out Mystery, Adam Driver for White Noise, Colin Farrell for The Banshees of Inisharan, and Ralph Fiennes, The Menu. Um, I will say for this one, I've heard that Colin Farrell is going to take the Golden Globe. I've heard for the Oscars, it's going to be... Or I've heard the best two performances for this year are Colin Farrell and Brendan Fraser. Hmm. It's just what I keep seeing around like TikTok and Twitter. <clears throat> uh, what do I think? Confused. But I do why, love Daniel Craig. I'm confused why Ray Fiennes is in in um this category because the menu is a horror film. <laughs> Again. <laughs> Golden Again, Globes fix fix your descriptions. This is stupid. Um, but I can see what you mean by Colin Farrell. I think Colin Farrell has had probably one of the most prolific two years. Was the Batman last year or was it this year? Uh this year. So he's had a fantastic year, I think. Oh yeah. So I think it wouldn't surprise me to to see him in this conversation. I think Daniel Craig, the work he does on The Glass Onion, just knives out in general, I think, is so up his alley. And, and, and obviously, a breath of fresh air after playing James Bond for so many years. Didn't even know Adam Driver was doing a film this year. Can I be honest with you? Same. I had no, same, no same, clue. same. So, surprised to see his name on this list. Um, and Diego Calva, interesting... Selection, I think that's going to be very interesting. Uh, I think the more I'm seeing about the Banshees, the more I, I feel like I need to watch it because <laughs> I kind of forgot what this it's is about. It's getting a lot of... It's getting a lot of attention, especially in the next category too. Yes, and I have, and I do have to make note that I have seen a lot for this film on TikTok. It's like one of those that are like, it's an un, I don't want to say a hidden gem, but... It's it's been getting a lot of praise, especially the actors and actresses in it. Um, but best supporting actor for motion picture, Brandon Gleason for the Banshees of Inisherin. I I I need to look up how it, it's pronounced. Um, Barry Keoghan for the same film. Brad Pitt for Babylon. Uh, Hu Kwan is that how you pronounce his name? I think it's Kihui Kwan. Okay. Um, for everything, everywhere, all at once, and Eddie Redmayne for the Good Nurse. The Good Nurse, I have to say, I've heard a lot of good things about this film. It's him and um, Jessica Chastain. Mm-hmm. But this is also like this is to not to like. How do I say this? Brad Pitt. The name in itself. Yeah. Why do you say it like yeah. that? Well, I mean. He's under a lot of controversy lately. Yes, yes. Um, Absolutely. So having him in this category is going to obviously spark those flames again. Um, right. I'm just happy to honestly see Barry nominated. I love him. Yeah. He's a great actor for me. Um, But I do think that um, everything everywhere all at once, I think he's going to. I think Quan's gonna take it. Kihei Quan is is one of those is one of those actors that, to me, he has a very similar story to Brendan Fraser in the sense of, right, 
he was known. He was at the top of the, you know, top of the totem pole at one point, and then just kind of disappeared. And you're like, what happened to them? And then just right. came out of nowhere with a film, and you're like, whoa, that's you. That's this. You still have it. And so, like, that's that's what I think is going to be really cool for. For Ki Hui Kwan, I do think he has the potential for walking away with it. I think he also picked up an award a few weeks ago he did. as well. He did. So obviously, there he has the ability to walk away with the award here. Um, and then again, kind of surprised with Eddie Redmayne was not. I knew about the Good Nurse, but it wasn't. I didn't think that it 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 would have jumped into this category. But you know, hey, you never know. Um, but yeah, um, all amazing actors interested to see who takes it. Best Supporting Actress Motion Picture nominees are Angela Bassett, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. Um, I do have a comment about that after this. Carrie Condon, The Banshees of Inisherin, Jamie Lee Curtis for Everything Everywhere All at Once, Dolly D. Leon for Triangle of Sadness, and Carrie Mulligan for She Said. Um, Jamie Lee Curtis. I wasn't shocked to see the name, but I was a little taken aback by that. Are you kidding me? You need to watch this film, dude. I'm sorry. I I can't. Yeah. Oh, she's so good. I'm going to rent it. I'm going to rent it in the new year when I have like a weekend to just catch up on films and catch up on all the Golden Golden Globe nominated films. Um. Happy for her on that one. Angela Bassett, I've heard... You still haven't seen Black Panther, right? No. Didn't have to be that traumatic. <laughs> um, since, the, since it premiered, there was a lot, a lot of talk that she needed to be nominated for her role in this film, which I wholeheartedly agree. She has a lot, a lot of... Um, fantastic moments she is a scene stealer wholeheartedly but we know that about angela bassett she's a phenomenal actress carrie condon i don't know much about her but i'm definitely interested in watching this film seeing how it's been nominated so many times um triangle of sadness haven't heard of it but i'm interested to see what it's about and carrie mulligan always a fantastic actress uh happy to see carrie mulligan here for she said i know she said such an important piece of work Especially about because of what it's about, and I'm glad to see it right. nominated here. Um, happy, super happy, like heart full to see Angela Bassett here as well. Um, so yeah, I, I I think this is probably the most even. I was gonna say it's more diverse. Yeah. Actress wise, like performance wise, and from best actress for emotion, you know what I mean? Like yeah, this, sure. this is something that I'm like, okay, it's not legends, but it's mm-hmm. also like amazing women. Right. Best television series drama. Mm-hmm. Better Call Saul for AMC, The Crown for Netflix, House of the Dragon for HBO. Ozark for Netflix and Severance for Apple TV Plus. This is a rough one. For me, not really. 
All right, if you had to pick one, which one are you going? Well, I can't. I feel like, can I guess the one that you're going to go with? Go ahead. I feel like I'm going to be wrong, but I just want it. House of the Dragon? No. No. Severance. Interesting. I feel, I feel like there's been such great commentary around Severance, especially with uh, Adam Scott and... Um, why am I forgetting his name right now? Oh my god, Zoolander, what's his name? Ben Stiller? Ben Stiller. Ben Stiller directs Severance. Um. Or I think he 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 made it. So like I think there's a lot of good company there. I think another thing is you expect House of the Dragon to win because of the Game of Thrones connection. You expect the crown to win because obviously it's a great series. Better Call Saul, Ozark. I mean, though that top four, Better Call Saul, The Crown, House of the Dragon, Ozark, are just like giants in the television realm that right. they've they they have won already for Golden Globes, obviously. I think there was one year where Ozark like swept the whole way through. So you know, those I was like, they already had their time in the sun. I would like to see Severance. Um but and I think that it has a possibility. I think I think if we're being honest though, I think the crown has such a That's big following and so does House of the Dragon that I think that if go those judges were to succumb to fan pressure, it'll probably be between one of them. But I would like to see more respect for Severance. I think it 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 should be there, it deserves to be there. I just think it's just playing amongst giants, which is very difficult. No, I agree. If I had to go between one, I would say for my pick, um, just based off this season, I wasn't a huge fan of The Crown. I just mm-hmm. expect a little bit more. Um, has been able to hold my interest as much as the other seasons. But House of the Dragon, I also was like, just in in catuated every week so i would say it's definitely between those two for me but i also like i i'm i just read the synopsis for severance and it sounds amazing so i'm definitely gonna check that out there's also another show and i can't remember what it's called but it has Anne hathaway and america Ferrera, and it's apple tv yeah it's very interesting because i saw a clip and it capt it literally captured my interest um but apparently i do have to say a side note apple tv has quite amazing shows that i didn't realize um and it's all because i've been looking on tiktok and they say apple tv i'm like what let me see if it's on here i don't know if it's on here um but if i do find it i'll let you know what it is um, but best t- best television series for musical or comedy, Abbott Elementary, ABC, The Bear, FX, Hacks, HBO Max, Only Murders in the Building for Hulu, and Wednesday for Netflix. Each of these, I've heard nothing but amazing things about. I've heard Abbott Elementary is hysterical. I've heard it's a great show. I've heard The Bear hits it right on the um, nail on the head for the service industry hacks i've heard really really great things about only murders in the building um i've i've seen the first season it's really it's great 
And Wednesday, I, I haven't watched it yet, but I've heard that that one's also a must watch. Yeah, I agree. I've I've watched Abbott Elementary, and it's it's freaking hysterical. Um, I love that show. Uh, the Bear, I've watched a couple episodes of it. It's interesting. Um, and I get why people like it, but then again, I also get why people hate it. It's not. It's not very. It's not very clear what the conflict is for these characters, but then again, like I think it's more just watching behind the scenes of of like you said, the service industry and and how right. the kitchen can be tough. Um, hacks. I've heard amazing things about hacks. Have not seen it. Um, my my girlfriend's a huge fan of hacks, so I'm sure she's gonna be happy to see hacks here only murders in the building i've heard great things too but i mean it's hard not to hear great things when you've got martin short and um what's his name steve martin involved and selena gomez exactly and you add selena gomez into that like surely that project should be doing well i'm a little surprised to see wednesday here i will say um i was too but apparently it's really good i know but it just came out and yes it did become the number one series on netflix for the last week running but still i'm like when was this list made because if we're including a show that just came out a week ago it's proof that this isn't comprehensive this isn't actually looking at everything that happened over the course of this year this is looking but then again it is it is catered to 2023 it's just looking at like end of this year into next year so maybe it works but still i was just like a little bit a little bit too early to put wednesday in there i definitely think it should sweep next year but interested by the nominations around wednesday no i agree um so i'm interested to see who takes it um i might even have to start wednesday i haven't started it yet so uh, best performance by an actor in a television series drama. Jeff Bridges for The Old Man. Kevin Costner for Yellowstone. Diego Luna for Andor. Bob Odenkirk for Better Call Saul. And Adam Scott for Severance. Again, it's a great list of actors. Yep. Um, I haven't seen all of Andor, but I've heard Diego Luna is fantastic. And I think they just started filming season two for it uh kevin costner i've been wanting to watch yellowstone for so long so i think i do i definitely have to start it jeff bridges phenomenal actor in general um bob odenkirk but for better call Saul for the final season um i've heard everyone is extremely happy that um he got nominated and the show got nominated um adam scott for severance um i love adam scott in general yeah, I totally agree with you there. Obviously, Jeff Bridges, huge talent, a giant of the game. Kevin Costner, too. Interested by the fact Yellowstone is in here. Not to say that it don't, I don't think it deserves it because I think it does, but I just think it's it's cool to have something like Yellowstone in this category. I think Bob Odenkirk with Better yeah. Call Saul, like, you expect him to be there because Better Call Saul is such a great series yeah. and obviously coming off the back of breaking bad and his character soul and breaking bad it just makes sense for um him to be there super proud of adam scott being in this category too amongst giants and then diego luna i'm just so proud of him 
Yeah. And how he's carried himself and this Andor franchise. And I think it's so exciting, especially as a Star Wars fan, uh, to see Star Wars getting the the critical acclaim that it it deserves. And also I just think of, of the late of the last like maybe two, three years, Star Wars deserves to be in this category for the most part, especially because the the shows can be and have been very dramatic. So happy to see Diego Luna here. Um, I'll put my hand up and say I still haven't seen Andor yet, but I do plan to, especially yeah. next week, as I'm going to binge a lot of different shows, and Andor is definitely one of them. So I'll have a better idea, especially after awards season, but I am very happy to see him here. Best performance by an actress in a television series, drama, Emma Darcy for The House of the Dragon, Laura Linney for Ozark, Imelda Staunton for The Crown, Hilary Swank for Alaska Daily, and Zendaya for Euphoria. Um, I mean, each of these lists, I, I, I can't say it enough. It This is a tough one. Um, I would definitely have to go for, well, Zendaya won for Euphoria for the mm-hmm. Emmys, I want to say. Mm-hmm. Um, Emma Darcy, they're fantastic, fantastic. I was a little disappointed that no one else from the show was nominated. Like Patty Constantine, I feel like should have been nominated. Um, was surprised Olivia Coleman wasn't nominated. She had a powerful episode herself. Um, but I'm excited for Emma Darcy. Imelda Staunton for The Crown. Um, haven't really, I, this is my hot take. I haven't really been a, like completely taken by her take by her performance as Queen Elizabeth. Mm-hmm. I I loved I loved Olivia Coleman. She was I feel like she was like the embodiment of but that could also be because I just love Olivia Coleman. Um but I do love Imelda's performance and I'm I I need to finish the season just to see where they're taking it. Um, Hillary Swank, haven't seen her in a hot minute, so I'm excited Gosh. that she got nominated for Alaska Daily. Zendaya just knocked it out of the water this season for Euphoria, so I'm I honestly I'm rooting for all of them. Yeah. I can't really pick. <laughs> I agree. For me, it's between Emma Darcy, Laura Linney, and Zendaya. Uh, but I mean the crown also usually all of them always sweep, so I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, I- I wouldn't be surprised either. I just, I just think that those, those are the three right. for me that I think it's probably likely we'll see one of them come away with it. Right. Best actress in a TV series, musical or comedy: Quinta Brunson for Abbott Elementary, Kaylee Cuoco for The Flight Attendant, Selena Gomez for Only Murders in the Building, Jenny, Jenna Ortega for Wednesday, and Jean Smart for Hacks. Um, Kaylee Cuoco, I always. She's a great actress. Like she's funny. So I always get I always feel so bad cuz she was nominated before for the flight attendant for both an Emmy and Golden Globe. Lost both of them. So I always I always kind of try and root for her cuz I do love her as an actress and I feel like she should be more much more recognized. Selena Gomez, thank God she finally got a nomination because when they were nominating last year for her show or for this show, she was snubbed. So I'm 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 rooting for her for this category, I have to say. Selena Gomez, I hope she wins. 
Um, Jenna Ortega, I was very surprised that she was nominated for Wednesday. I haven't seen it, but like, like you said, this show just came out a couple weeks ago. So interesting that she got in there. Um, but yeah, I mean, we'll see. Do you have any thoughts on this category? Uh, happy to see Quinto Brunson. They're super happy. <laughs> um, Kelly Koku, like you said, uh, I, I think the first season of The Flight Attendant had a lot of really good reviews, so I expect to see her there. Selena Gomez, expect to see her there with the um, Only Murders in the Building. Jenna Ortega, I've heard, has done a fantastic job with Wednesday Adams, and so yeah, not yeah. surprised to see her on Wednesday. And then Jean Smart, again, haven't seen Hacks, don't really know much, but again, I think from what I've heard about Hacks, not surprised to see Jean Smart involved in there too best actor in a tv series musical or comedy donald glover atlanta bill Hader for barry steve martin and short martin short for only murders in the building jeremy allen white for the bear um this is another category i found extremely difficult to compare each of them because they're all so funny in their own ways like bill Hader. I love his dry sense of humor. Jeremy Allen White, fantastic to see him nominated, um, especially since he was on, um, oh my God, what was that popular show Shameless. called? Shameless. Yeah, Shameless. Um, yeah, this is a tough one. Yeah, I think you got two legends of the game and Steve Martin and Martin Short there. Um, I agree with you, Jeremy, Jeremy Allen White with the bear. I think it's good that he's there. Uh, Bill Hader is definitely swept for Barry, and I think great work there. And then obviously Donald Glover with Atlanta. Atlanta is such an amazing show. With this being the last season of the show, I think not surprised to see these folks in this category. Every time I think of Donald Glover, I just think of that one video, and I think of you. The one of him shirtless in the garage, dancing. This is America, you're talking about? This is Donald Glover! Shirtless in a garage? You have to send this to me, I have no idea what you're talking about. It's like a music video, and he's dancing, and it, I, I have to send it to you. Yeah, because I, I always I used to send it about. to you, and I was like, this reminds me of you, and you're like, I love Donald Glover. I still, I still do. So happy to see he's there. Best supporting actor for television: John Lithgow for The Old Man, John Price for The Crown, John Turturro for Severance, and I'm apologize if I pronounce his name wrong. Tyler James Williams for Abbott Elementary, and Henry Winkler for Barry. You know me. I love me some John Turturro. I mean, I love me some John Turturro. So happy to see him on this list. Um, John Lithgow, another giant of the game. So uh, something about the old man. I, I have to figure out what's going on with that. Uh, don't recall Jonathan Price, but then again, I've stopped watching The Crown, so uh, I haven't seen the latest episodes. Uh, Tyler James I say he's Williams, Prince Charles. Prince Charles. Okay. Tyler James I Williams, think. I'm so happy to see Tyler James Williams back in the fold. I mean, haven't seen him since Everybody Hates Chris to now being at Abbott Elementary, and he's doing a fantastic job in that show. He's hilarious. 
So really love that. And then obviously you got the Fonz, Henry Winkler, and Barry again has has been here before. I'm pretty sure it's won a Golden Globe off of this role as well. So no surprises to see him there. Okay, so I apologize about Jonathan Price. He is actually Prince Philip in this Prince new Philip. season of The Crown. Gotcha. Yes. Okay. I was like, they nominated him. Um, Best Supporting Actress for Television, Elizabeth DeBecky for The Crown. Hannah Einbinder for Hacks. Julia Gardner for Ozark. Janelle James, Abbott Elementary. And Cheryl Lee Ralph for Abbott Elementary. Elizabeth DeBecky for me is fantastic. I love her in general. I think she's a great actress. Um, Julia Garner, I, I don't know. She I've seen clips from her for this season of Ozark. And I also just haven't seen Abbott Elementary. So, I mean, for me, it's going to be Elizabeth DeBecky or Julia Garner. For me, it's Janelle James or Shirley Ralph. Um, again, I just, I, love, I just love this show. And they are so good. Obviously, Shirley Ralph is coming off of an Emmy win. Huge, historic Emmy win. So, again, I think she's she's in the running here. I think Janelle James, again, does a fantastic job in Abbott Elementary. Um, so, I'm going to put those two forward for me. I mean, that's fair. I had a feeling when I saw Abbott Elementary for this, I was like, he's going for them, too. So, we'll see. Uh, best limited series, anthology series, or a motion picture made for television. Blackbird, Apple TV Plus, Monster, the Jeffrey Dahmer story for Netflix, The Dropout for Hulu, Pam and Tommy for Hulu, and The White Lotus for HBO. Um, I hate, I genuinely hate the fact that Monster is even nominated because it just sheds more light Same. on him. And Same. I won't go in, I won't go in, into much for this one because it's not worth it for me to discuss it further um i had to say evan peters did give a phenomenal perform like it's a great performance he really made me feel disgusted by him um nothing more to say on that the dropout i've heard great things and it's amanda seyfried so i i love her i think she's a great actress pam and tommy haven't seen it yet, but I've I've heard great things. And the White Lotus, I tried so hard to get into, haven't been able to really watch it. So, um, I'm kind of really hoping for the dropout or the White Lotus on this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've heard great things about White Lotus. Um, do want to watch it? Do want to get into it? So hopefully, I will over this break. Um, I agree with you every sentiment you said about monster the jeffrey dama story so i don't want to get into that either um pam and tommy haven't heard much the dropout i think uh, amanda seyfried was hailed as uh, such a fantastic performance and to the to the point that somebody else had the same role as elizabeth holmes and dropped out because they were like amanda already did it so there's no point in me doing it i can't remember yes. who that was but i think that is a testament to the work that amanda seyfried did um, with her character so again happy to see it um blackbird i don't really know much about blackbird at this point so interested to get but i like we said earlier you've got apple tv content in the mix here and i think that's really really cool best performance by an actor limited series anthology series or motion picture made for television 
Taryn Egerton for The Blackbird. Colin Firth for The Staircase. Oh, that's a good one. Um, Andrew Garfield, damn, for Under the Banner of Heaven. Evan Peters, Monster, The Jeffrey Dahmer Story, and Sebastian Stan, Pam and Tommy. I cannot pick one because I love all of them equally. <laughs> yeah, this is a tough category, but I, I think I think Evan Peters has the, I'm going to say Evan Peters, probably. Yeah. It would be between him and Andrew Garfield for me, just because I, I am a Andrew Garfield stan. I love yeah. him. Ugh. Best performance by an actress, limited series, anthology series, or a motion picture made for television. Jessica Chastain, George and Tammy. Julia Garner, Inventing Anna. Lily James, Pam and, Tom- Pam and Tommy. Julia Roberts, Gaslit. Amanda Seyfried, The Dropout. This is another tough category. I... Yeah, Julia Roberts, you've got... Jessica Chastain, Julia inventing Anna, phenomenal. Julia Gardner was fantastic. Um, I I I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I think Julia Gardner had a fantastic year, especially with the hype of inventing Anna. So I think you know there's a strong case to be made there. But like you said, you're you're battling against giants in Jessica Chastain and Julia Roberts. Um. I think for me, Amanda Seyfried is probably the most interesting part of this list. And so I would be looking at that to be my pick if I was a betting man. Um, But yeah. No, I I agree. Um, Best performance by an actress in supporting role, limited series, anthology series, or a motion picture made for television. Jennifer Coolidge for The White Lotus. Claire Danes for Fleischman in Fleischman is in trouble. Daisy Edgar Jones for Under the Banner of Heaven. Nicey Nash Betts, Monster, The Jeffrey Dahmer Story. Aubrey Plaza, The White Lotus. I'm just going to, I'm going to go with Jennifer Coolidge on this one. I know she's been a, a hot commodity this year. Um, but Nisi also did very well for Monster, the Jeffrey Dahmer story. So I, yeah. and I love Aubrey Plot. I, I mean, I love all these actresses. So, I mean, it's always, each of these categories are just so difficult to pick. Mm-hmm. I agree. Uh, Jennifer Coolidge is, is, is the one for me. Best performance by an actor in supporting role, limited series, anthology series, or a motion picture made for television. F. Murray Abraham for The White Lotus. Dom Nall Gleason for The Patient, Paul Walter Hauser for Blackbird, Richard Jenkins for Monster, The Jeffrey Dahmer Story, or Seth Rogen for Pam and Tommy. The hell Seth Rogen was in that show? Fascinating. Um, I mean, these are these are all great nominees, so I mean... I haven't really seen The White Lotus, so I don't know on that one. Um, Seth Rogen, I can't get over that. I have a soft spot for F. Murray Abraham, so I think I'm going to go there. Uh, that's fair. Um, best original score for motion picture, The Banshee of Insheeran, 
um, Searchlight Pictures, Carter Burwell, Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio for Netflix, Alexandre Deblat, Women Talking, MGM slash United Artist Releasing, Hildor. Oh, I Go can't on. even pronounce her last name. Gone. Take a take a stab at it. <laughs> I don't want to get canceled one day. Um, Guion Dottier. Babylon, Paramount Pictures, Justin Hurwitz, The Fablemans, Universal Pictures, John Williams. I think oh all of them are. Oh my gosh. You've got the legend John Williams doing the music for The Fablemans. Get out of here. Uh, that's hard. I was like, you, it's hard to beat John Williams. It's so hard to beat John Williams. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta go with the legend there. I, I gotta, I gotta go with the legend there. I'm sorry. You gotta go with the legend. I. The I'm man going who, with what you're going with. The man who made the Star Wars theme. The man who made the Indiana oh. Jones theme. The man, like, are going you with kidding? John Williams. You, it's so hard to go against John Williams, man. It's so hard to go against John Williams, man. Um, did he make the Avengers theme too? No. I think that was no, Michael Gauchino, but... Um, I was messing with you on that one. I know you were. Best picture, non-English language, all quiet on the Western Front mm -hmm. for Germany. Argentina, 1985. Mm -hmm. Argentina. <laughs> Close from Belgium. Decision to leave from South Korea. RRR from India. RRR, baby. RRR, baby. That's the one. That's the one right there. I have no idea what that means, and I'm not going to ask. Oh, my. Nicole. RRR was probably the first movie where I sat down for three hours, and I literally enjoyed every minute of it. Interesting. It's a long movie, one. but it's so... Fun, it's hilarious, it's just ridiculous. It's such a good film. I know like um the folks from the folks from Wait for It podcast love this movie too, and I watched it after and I have to agree with them. It is it is so good. The music's great, the premise is so interesting, it's such a good film. And I'm so glad that we have a category for non-English or, or, or uh, films because yeah. it deserves to be in that category for sure. Best original song for motion picture, Carolina from Where the Crawdads Sing, Sony Pictures by Taylor Swift. Ciao Papa from Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio Netflix by Alexandre de Blatt, Robin Katz, Guillermo del Toro. Hold My Hand from Talk and Maverick, Paramount Pictures by Lady Gaga, Blood Pop, and Benjamin Rice. Lift Me Up from Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, Marvel Studios, Thames, Ludwig Garanson, Rihanna, and Ryan Coogler. Natu Natu from RRR, Variants Films, Kala Barava, M.M. Kiravani, and Rahul Sipla Gunj. Simple goon. 
I mean, they're all bops. They're all bops. I, I don't know about that one there. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I, I would I would just say Lift Me Up because that song had me sobbing in the theater. Mm-hmm. I Hold My Hands is really good, though. Um, I, haven't really, I haven't heard the others. Not Do Not Do is a, is a smash. So. We'll see. And the last category yeah. for best motion picture animated, Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio from Netflix, Inu O from G Kids, Marcel the Shell with Shoes on, A24, Puss in Boots, The Last Wish, DreamWorks Animation, okay, Turning Red from Pixar. Um, this is going to be interesting for you because you hate this category. I do so, hate this category. <laughs> so I'm interested to hear what you have to say here. I'm going to, I'm solely just going based off of what I know. And for me, I know that usually Pixar always takes this one. Pixar usually, oh, like 99% of the time, Pixar always takes it. Um, so I'm going to have to go with Turning Red or uh, Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio because I know he's one of your favorite directors. And I just, I know Pinocchio is very, it's beloved. Mm-hmm. So those are my two picks. <laughs> um, so. This is a bit of a nuanced, for those that like <laughs> animation, is a little bit of a nuanced argument here. Um, Puss in Boots just came out, so I'm going to take that off my list completely. Um, I think Turning Red was really good. I think it has it has potential to win here. But you've got Marcel with the show with shoes on and Guillermo del Toro, which I think are the top hitters here because Marcel the show was sort of like a stop motion E. And then Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio is full-on stop-motion. So that is, I, I think, in an art form in itself, Pinocchio should win. But I do think there were so many great reviews from Marcel, Marcel Deschel with shoes on. And the story is such an interesting one. And as an A24 fanboy, I do want to see it succeed. But I do think Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio is the best one out here. I don't know much about Inuo. G kids, I don't know very much about it, but I, I do know. I will be watching Pinocchio very soon, hopefully this weekend, so I'll know for sure. Um, any final thoughts on anything we've discussed tonight? Anything that really stood out to you? Um, a little bit surprised with Again, I didn't like the categories very much. I also think we need to get to a point where we actually have better representation because Emma Darcy James does not identify in the category they're in. And so I, I think then they, we need to do better there. Um, I do. I am. I am pretty annoyed with the fact that. Um, the Golden Globes have just included films that just came out a couple of days ago. I, I just I think that's or films stupid. that are not even out yet. Or films that aren't out yet. I think that's really stupid. So, you know. And then obviously, like, the snubs here are insane. I mean, we're talking about um, The Rings of Power, which I think was fantastic. It was snubbed here. And so... I, I hate to always say it, but we do have... We have the Emmys, and nominations usually come out in February or March. Usually February, because Oscar nominations will come out in January. Um. 
it's always tough to see what gets snubbed. I have to agree with that because there's so many well-deserved actors, actresses, um, and shows that never get nominated that deserve to be nominated. And then you just pray and wish that the next year, um, I will say though, I am a little upset that the Batman wasn't nominated for anything Mm -hmm. because I feel like that performance for Robert Pattinson, Colin, um, Farrell for Zoe Kravitz, um, Paul Dano, I think they all honestly had even just for even like Colin Farrell or like the makeup department. I feel like those, I don't even think we had, uh, we didn't have product production design or anything nominated. Um, those nominations don't go out with this award ceremony, but you know what I mean? Like, I feel like those performances were still fantastic. Mm -hmm. And I think Colin Farrell at least did a, a fantastic job, but that's just my thought. Yeah. Um, but any final thoughts on anything else we've discussed? No, that's it from me. Awesome. Well, this was a fantastic season finale for TWSS. Um, Going to come back better and bigger than ever next year. Absolutely. Uh, so, yeah, that's a wrap on season two. Uh, we did it, buddy. Oh, um, and <laughs> yeah, that was another episode of TWSS with Zach and Nicole. And we will see you next year. Oh, next year. <laughs>